Hello and welcome to Stories, the True and the Fiction, the podcast that revolves around one central theme, stories and the people that tell them. We'll talk about movies, TV shows, video games, historical events and weird news headlines. There's really no topic we won't touch. But it doesn't stop there. If you've got a story, something funny or random that may have happened to you or a friend, send it to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. Until then, it's story time. Oh, Cat Graham, a Shakespearean poem composed for Cat Graham and written by ChatGBT. Cat Graham, thy sweet Cat Graham, a vision of beauty, a heavenly dream, a force of nature, a love supreme. The one whom my heart does scheme. In every word, in every verse, in every moment I see her face. A symphony of life, light and grace, a love so true that time cannot erase. Oh, thy cat, Graham, thy heart's delight. With every beat you set my world on light. A love so pure, so strong, so bright. It fills thy soul with dazzling light. <laughs> from your smile to your gentle touch. From every part of you that I, that I, thy love so much. Thine heart belongs but to you alone. And forevermore may our love be shown. With every breath I take thy name, and in thy heart you always remain. My endless love, my sweet cat frame, forever and always, thy love remains the same. Welcome everyone <laughs> to Stories, True and the Fictional. I am, of course, the notorious artist known as Chris Buck. I am, of course, joined <laughs> with me by a man, author, legendary man, and soon to be defending his title at the 53rd annual Potato Toss, mm-hmm. J.A. Bryden. How are you going, sir? I'm, I'm going very, very well. And it's funny that you bring up the Potato Toss because I actually recently learned the, uh, the origins, where it happened. Please um, do tell. Oh, well, it, it, it was actually um, founded on Bondi Beach mm-hmm, mm-hmm. where they found out that a lot of gentlemen were you know the potato thing you do when you're a man oh, wants right. to be well endowed yes yes yes, um, yes 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 well apparently it didn't take much for people to realize that there were potatoes down down there no, and, the potatoes of course and uh and uh yeah so they gave all all gave up and started tossing potatoes out of their Banana hammocks. Yep, yep. and then obviously oh. you know the, the 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 throw was became important, and obviously you're once again defending your title. Now you, of course, were not one of those uh, stuffers from the initial. No, uh, I don't uh, need to do that. Yeah, of course not. <laughs> but you know, you did raise some controversy with your potato tossing because obviously you believe a potato is from the ground. And so you don't remove a lot of the roots and things, and people believe that that gives you a competitive advantage on, on weight. How do you how do you feel about those particular arguments? Well, um, not to be a, a buzz Killington, but potatoes don't have roots. Uh, I have no idea. I, like, I honestly don't even know what a potato <laughs> they, looks like they, when you take it out of the ground. They 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 kind of they're kind of like joined, and then you pick one off, and then another one grows. Like they yes, grow yes, off yes. each other. 
Yes, but then then by that logic, you're throwing multiple potatoes while they're throwing yeah. only one. Yeah. How do you feel yeah. about that? Um, all's fair in love and war. <laughs> all's fair in love and war. <laughs> and of course, you know, I, I think I think those haters are really trying to distract from your potential book launch. And 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 would you like to would you like to, would you like to regale us of a tale of the book launch? Well, um, there won't be potatoes there, um, oh. un- un- unless requested. If you guys bombard me with requests, whether it be to the true and the fictional at gmail.com or just track me down on uh, Instagram or Facebook or whatever and send me a message and saying, and potatoes, we want though. potatoes, we want potatoes. When I put up the, the uh, event, book launch event, which I'll invite everyone to, um, and if you just bombard that with, we want potatoes, um, there will be potatoes. But... Uh, <laughs> My uh, book, Letters from the Emmy War, is coming out on the 22nd. I did a wonderful uh, podcast interview um, with uh, someone who works with the publisher, and that went really well yesterday. Um, not sure when that'll... I was worried worried that I, I wouldn't have much to say because, you know, you know, I sometimes stumble and, and I'm not as well-spoken as Chris Park. Um, and I usually just sit in the corner and go... Chris, ask Ryan about wrestling, and then you know, ten, ten minutes, ten minutes. Uh, go no, but, no, but I, I had a wonderful chat all about emus and how I don't like emus, and I get annoyed that people like give me emu stuff because they assume I like emus because I wrote a book about emus. Um, you know, like I have emu mugs and I have emu emu um, books and. Emu if feathers. one didn't know any better, you because in the book, not to spoil it, you do paint the emus in a pretty wonderful light in terms of you know their champions no. amongst men and and no. founders of democracy. No, uh, of republic of a republic. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, well the, the the thing is like I I just I respect I respect history, and I'm not going to lie about history mm. i know australia tries to sh- shove uh, sweep this thing under the carpet oh no we never had war with emus you know like no, we, did. We, we, we did we lost we lost and it's hilarious you know, <laughs> you know but but you know, you know what's really weird we've lost two wars in our time or two great battles Mm-hmm. Gallipoli and against the emus, and one yeah. is the biggest thing in the universe that we celebrate all the time to say, "Look how brave we are here." Yet yeah. we don't. But we have those those brave <laughs> fighters in the emu world don't get that same sort of love. What's going no. on there? Well, well, okay. How many people Australians fought in Gallipoli? Oh, hundreds of thousands, yeah, potentially. Like, oh, actually, I think, I think it was like twenty eight thousand something like that, wasn't it? Like yeah. something like. But it was, it was a lot yeah. for Australia at the yeah. time, like a lot. Well, in the emu world, it was four guys. <laughs> Again, but those four men deserve. Actually, that's true because four dudes stood down twenty thousand emus. You know, pretty sure in the book we, we make it like it's a lot more than four. But no, we... no, no, I, no. Look, look. We all know people like to embellish. Of course, you know? people like to you know Incl- say this hey, happened and that happened. And... Hey, victory is written by the winners. Yeah, and we wrote that. That's a look. I. Maybe I'm that. Maybe that's why I wrote the book. Maybe I'm that freaked out by emus that I'm. Look, I wrote this for you. Leave me alone. <laughs> I've written your history. They're gonna get this tapping on the window, going, "We want more. Give us more." <laughs> they are. They are a weird bird that we and, can't eat. Which and is. no, no, you can. But, but, but I mean, I don't think they're good but, eating. Like no, it's giant. It's like a giant chicken. Yeah. 
I mean, we're the one country where we can eat our coat of arms. We're no, just like, yeah. Not where we can, we just do. Um, well, no, but many people do. Like, many yeah. people do. But like, I, I've never been a but fan look, of... I, I, I like to say maybe that's why dragons... Uh, we never see dragons or anything. Like, because the Welsh ate them all? No, because China ate them all. Because isn't that there? <laughs> well, yeah, and also the... Yeah, so maybe the Welsh ate all their dragons, China ate all their dragons, and then like yeah. they're going, and then like, Scotland has a unicorn. They're going, what did you do, Scotland? What did you do? <laughs> <laughs> like what? 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 <laughs> uh, we, you can't prove anything. He's like, what's with all those horns decorating your living rooms? Ah, oh, they, they be they be from a different animal. Why do you all have magical powers? Ah, oh, you can't prove that. <laughs> you know, why is there no demons in your land? Don't you know that unicorn hair kills a demon? Yeah. Doesn't that prove my point? You can't prove nothing on a actually, about actually, actually may, maybe that's why this the national dish dish of Scotland's haggis because they've literally eaten everything else. Quite possibly. You know, and it's like what's left. <laughs> Quite possibly. Speaking of Scottish people and the British Isles more so. This podcast <laughs> and, is ma- ma- <laughs> making making your way closer, closer, closer to the <laughs> This podcast is brought to you by a course is our friend and and sometimes romantic partner of Jamie's, Rebecca Castles <laughs> of the Rising Dawn series, available now on Amazon and where all good books are sold, which is basically at the moment based upon the book industry, Amazon. I don't think they're <laughs> like, I know that there are bookstores in the world that probably still yeah. serve books, but in reality, when you want a book, you go to Amazon. I don't think, like, <laughs> I don't, like when, when someone says, I want a book, the first place you go is Amazon. You don't go anywhere yeah. else. You don't yeah, go well, like, is it on Amazon? Let me go Did to you... Barnes and Noble or I don't know what the Yeah. Or like um what's another what's another book called? Booktopia. Like, Booktopia or but they're, they're all online ones. Again, books but it's funny. Without books, without the medium that Rebecca Castle writes in and her stories, what would Hollywood do for movies? Well, they'd have to come up with new ideas and then and, and have to, like, they can't do that. So to support so support your local authors, support all authors, go out and buy Rebecca Castle's book or The Rising Dawn, read it and tell her that you want more details on 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 her not just her books, but her intertwined romantic relationships with J.A. Bryden. I would really write to her on her wow. Facebooks and, and on, on all her fan pages about that. And I, and I do believe we'll get to, to get to the bottom of this particular event. Um, okay. Wow. Um, <laughs> are you trying to lose our sponsor again? No! I, 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 I think you should be flattered that she wants you as part of her throttle. I think that's a flat... Again... There is many books about the male harem where basically it's the ma- the ma- the male is the main character, and then like you know he has like three or four girls after him, and then they, because they, they can't decide who you know they, be, they make the, the the harem the harem fantasy. She is the female writer is entitled to her own harem. She and, and so you know Neil and Jamie seems like a good start of as, as best as any. Okay, um, so I went and saw a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Um, no, we'll get to that. Look, um, speaking of movies and stuff, I don't Your know if harm. you saw yep. this thing. No, this thing that came out um, talking about superhero fatigue. I did. Did you see what James Gunn said about I, I did, and, and I was applauding him. He basically is like yeah. going, there's no fatigue. Just make good stories, you dumb yeah. motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going like, yeah. wow. Yeah. Well, so I got an exact quote here. Yeah, please, please quote it. 
this is this is uh directly from the james gunn man uh i think there is such a thing as superhero fatigue i think it doesn't have anything to do with superheroes if you don't have a story at the base of it just watching things bash each other no matter how clever those bashing moments are <coughs> captain marvel <coughs> no, no matter how clever the design and <laughs> phase, <visual> four. Effects <laughs> are. phase four <laughs> yeah <laughs> all of phase four yeah uh no matter how clever those uh that the designs and the visual effects are it just gets fatiguing and i think that's very very real and 100 will agree with that because you know what i watched today just on a whim yep real steel oh do you mm. remember real steel oh uh, just a good oh, story that good that, feel good yes. story i'm so glad you brought up real steel because by God, that's one of those films that no, you're a hundred percent correct. That has the like when I was watching that, when I was watching that movie, I was basically like, I wanted to scream at Michael Bay and say, <laughs> "See, Michael Bay, this yeah. is a boy and his robots. Yeah. This is what transformed this, that. Look, this is this is boy." But then, obviously, the writer of Bumblebee had obviously heard me and went, "All yeah. right, <laughs> let yeah. me show you how boy and the robot works." So I'm like, going, "Oh, yeah. thank you." Yeah. But to your point, Jamie. Real Steel, I think it's probably one of my favorite. And this is a big, a big, you know, thing. That's in my top ten. Hugh Jackson's also done The Prestige, which you know, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> and but this uh, one's a good one. This is a good one. Yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's just like you know, I think there's a touch of hero's journey in there, like you know, of course. Um, and but, you know, but we growth. much like Rocky. I thought we'd get the sequel where they do the rematch and then no, he would win and I, become champion. Yeah. But I think I think they they were going to do a sequel, but. Hugh Jackman, you know what Hugh Jackman's like. Oh look, Wolverine. Oh look, musicals. Oh look, <laughs> you know. I think he got pulled into something big, and he didn't have time for it. Oh. If he had time for that Peter Pan nonsense, he had time for the real deal too. <laughs> well, it, it depends. It depends what. Look, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna IMDb this crap right now. 2011, Real Steel came out. Oh, directed by Sean Levy. That's why it was so good. <laughs> okay, there. That. That's why. Right. His, his dream role came out the one year after. What? Les Miserables. Ah, fucking like, fuck. like, like to him, he was like, "That's the Oscar." He doesn't care if he wins the Oscar. He's played the role he has always wanted to play. Mm. Yeah, and then the Wolverine after that. And then the director went on to do the internship. Yeah. And this is where I leave. And the night of the museum. And then Free Guy. Then the Adam Project. And then yeah. Deadpool three coming <laughs> yeah, out. Look, he, he he's had a pretty good run since Real Steel. Like, yeah, the Real Steel was really like, the, 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 the I think that was the the the, the stone that went downhill for him and started yeah. to become a boulder. So yeah, yeah. He, he did Real Steel, then he did Rise of the Guardians, then he did Les Miserables. Then oh, he and did... he also he also um, writes and directs direct and writes and direct, executively produces um, Stranger Things. So I guess that does it. Yeah, there you go. Um, yeah. <laughs> then, then he did the second Wolverine, which is filmed in Parramatta, Japan. I mean, Japan, Parramatta. <laughs> 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 so I remember us watching the second Wolverine, and like I loved it. But um, uh, like, but, hey, but you know, yeah, no, but you get to the train station, you are like, this isn't a Japanese train station. Yeah, but There's also, not enough people. And, like, Japan and Parramatta look very different. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah. very, very okay. Yeah. But you know, but Jamie, I do believe on the topic of, of, of mistakes that, that people have made. Yeah. I do believe you wanted to retract something and I and I also <laughs> wanted to stand in front of our loyal audience of from various different countries. 
and, and retract a statement. And you know what? This is what I call the amnesty retraction, where you may retract something and no further questions will be had. You will have a clean slate from here. Jamie, would you like to go first on your retraction? <laughs> yes. Um, now, we've talked about The Last of Us TV show on this uh, podcast quite a few times. We've obviously had cynical thoughts of, um, you know, not, not enough ladders, not enough crafting. Lack of crafting. Like, like all, all that stuff, you know, and, and I thought that, that was that was fair enough. Um, but then what I did is after I watched all nine episodes, or should I say all seven episodes and two fillers, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I turned the game on today on the PS5, the updated version. And just like 10 years ago when I first played it, I was gut punched within the first you know five minutes, just the... the Yep. The spoiler alert, death of Sarah, and it did not hit me like it like um in the show did it, in the show it didn't hit me like it hit me in the game. Um, so uh, now in you know, I've only played about an hour. I've only just picked up Ellie um, in the game, but the show yeah. Look, I gave I think I gave it like a seven, and now I'll probably drop it back to a five, and that's being generous. Mm. Um. I just I feel like they they really missed the mark with that uh, show. A lot of good. I still think there's a lot of Pedro Pascal's a great actor. Of course, um, they they did good jobs of set pieces and that. But like just the characters didn't feel like they felt in the game. No, no, it felt like it. As you said, as we've all said before, like they rushed certain moments. They sort of like. Yeah. You know, did they did they earn certain things in the storyline? No. no, you're right. And there's there's so much in the game without like I get it. You take you want to take away some of the gameplay, that's fine. But I reckon like they're fifty fifty on the casting. Um, the uh, the world building didn't really feel like you know they really built a world. Like they could have done. They could have spent so much time just you know. Um, in the in the open it section opening area you know mm-hmm. we can spend a little more time um uh bonding joel and ellie um but yeah like i just i just think the the actors in the game are way 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 better than the ones in the movie tv show sorry so i would love to i, I thought not, the person who played marlene in the show did a very good job in terms of like <laughs> yes, you know yeah i thought, I thought yes. she probably did the best portrayal yeah. of the i thought so i thought yeah. so, you know i thought yeah. she did probably the best <laughs> that, that's probably because it's her um <laughs> no and look I, I stand by i still stand by the casting of nick offerman as bill yep. even though the episode was pretty much a waste and it didn't move the story forward it was you know um for all intents and purposes it was a filler Still, Nick Offman nailed that role. Yep. Like, perfect Bill. Um, Sam and Henry, perfect casting. Mm-hmm. Tess, Tess, you know, perfect yep. casting. Yep. Um, so there was, you know, a lot of good casting, but, you know, um, I just don't think the show really did it justice, and that's for me just playing about an hour of the game. But also, you know? my, my biggest, so I guess it's a gripe now. I'm going to make it a gripe. My biggest problem is how do people get infected? Yeah. Because like it's not spores anymore. It's not through the air because for some reason they didn't want to do the obvious logical decision that makes yeah. the most sense. Yeah. Um, 
and the one time we did see them get turn someone like what does what 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 does what does these creatures decide to do when they want to eat someone to rip them apart kill them or turn them yeah because it seems to be really arbitrary they'll yeah. attack people in like yeah then obviously no, well, but, yeah this... but then to turn them you basically have to give them a mouth kiss which yeah. again no no well, it's, it's I, seemed, I read... it seems like that's quite it seems like that's a very situational <laughs> turning method no no i i read i read their explanation this was their explanation yep if you resist then they get violent mm-hmm. but if you just stand there then they, 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 all they want to do is pass the thing pass the fire virus on so that's why tess wasn't wasn't resisting she was just standing there and there that's like, a really stupid uh, yeah that, i know, that, I know. Just, 100 just... like like spores is such a huge part of the game and you're just like oh spores you know um they they like, really missed the mark. I I I, I want to know what Neil Druckmann was thinking when he makes a masterpiece. Everyone says it's a masterpiece. It's won so many awards, and then he goes, "Yeah, now I want to change it." Again, people have <laughs> egos. But that's just, you know? that's acceptable. It's like it's it's honestly, it'd be like me bringing back my buy emu book. Mm. I could have changed. Look. look I'd released it myself. Now it's getting released under a publisher. I could have changed so much stuff. I could have, you know, gone back and twisted and, and, you know, and updated. And and all I really did was update some art, you know, Mm -hmm. and technically represent what I already did in a more professionally looking way. Uh, But but, no, uh, Neil Druckmann's like, I want to change this character. I want to change that character. I want to change this. And and his argument would be, oh, it doesn't work in a in a in a show. BS. <laughs> it's like, yes, Boom. it does. That whole yeah. like it doesn't work yeah. in a show thing. That's just that that's that yeah. Now, but yes, the, it does. I will give them cinematography, set pieces, and fifty percent of the casting. You know? Um I, I, but I, I can probably understand why people who have never played the game probably like it, you know? Of course. I mean, I, I'd be curious just to be have amnesia for like a day and then <laughs> binge watch it all, you know, so I could experience it like everyone else did. I know people are probably nit- calling me a nitpicker and um, no toxic fan. It's not nitpicking. <laughs> it's just reality. I mean, it's yeah. just like, again, the point is... They had the like. Is it a good show? Sure. Is it the best show? No. <laughs> but, but pretending it to be the best show because obviously at the time there was absolutely nothing else on television, and so basically mm-hmm. like there was one show to watch, and everyone went, "Okay, fine, we'll watch this one." Ah, yeah. oh, this, 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 this is ha- this is the new standard of te- it's like shut, shut up. No, it's not. Like let's 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 not pretend it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and so Jamie, per the laws of amnesty. We will officially change your rating, and there'll be no further questions had. 100%. There will be no ramifications. Okay, so final change. final verdict is final five verdict. out of ten. Five, five out, out of ten. ten. Outstanding. I will now change my. Oh, actually, actually, before we oh, continue, I wonder if I should rate it out of nine because there were nine episodes. That would be better. So then, what would the rating out of nine be? Three. Three. Because there were three great episodes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, honestly, I think, it's, I think it's a fair rating system yeah. to rate it out of how many episodes. So basically, uh, you know, yeah, because you know your, your your best Stargate 
SG one season of twenty two, you'd probably read that about like a sixteen out of twenty two. Yeah. Like because there was like yeah. there'd be some fillers. You'd be like, yeah. Oh no, but but their fillers were quality. Like. Oh no, yeah, true. Actually, and they had that. They had that. Probably would still rate. Seven, you'd probably rate in the high 17s out of 22 yeah that sort of circumstances yeah. so um yeah. less episodes now so then that means yep so then three out of nine that's a fair rating yeah. system i agree mm-hmm. yeah now on to my I, I once made a claim and look i find it very hard to now distance <laughs> the art from the artist in in one circumstance because joss whedon apparently is a complete monster uh, which is you know, sad because he you know wrote quite a bit of the things I liked when I was growing up. But one of the things that I've always defended him on is his musical episode of Buffy. And I and I remember on this very same podcast, <laughs> I said it was the greatest musical TV series. And it was, it was the benchmark and the cornerstone that everyone's trying to follow through. And I was quite in, uh, belligerent about this point. Having said that, <laughs> <laughs> I've come to the strong and understandable conclusion that Scrubs is a far superior musical episode. The songs are more memorable. The, the, and, and, that, and that really doesn't matter. Because like, again, I love the Buffy thing, but I'm, not, but, I'm not, but I'm not in my normal life just going like, you know, like I can't even think of a song right now to sing the hum, like, like you know. <laughs> yeah, exactly, <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. But then every day in, in, my, in my life, like in, in various different circumstances, like, I would want to sing the Dr. Cox, I hate JD's, the JD song constantly <laughs> to people. Like, why, why, why are you like this way? Because it's Harry. <laughs> like, like, that's a great, that's a, like, yeah. like, who doesn't, who doesn't love, yeah. who doesn't love uh, their version of, 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 of modern major general. Yeah. Like that, that, I, that, that, that fast pattern. Like, yeah. And I guarantee you, once your son starts pooping in a potty, you'll be going, everything comes down to poop. Yes. From the top of your hat to... But a song that we sing constantly to each other is obviously the greatest song of all time. And we'll be singing it tomorrow. when we will be singing it tomorrow when we once again go on one of the many mandates that we go on. Yes. Um... And then my wife can't come because, you know, because she has to look after the kids. And I, I've said, that's fine. You know, yeah. you, know you stay here. Now, All right. she doesn't listen to this. So, so I, can, I can give you a piece of information. And this is for whenever you're extreme. I mean, like, so desperate. That's, you know, that you could slum it. Um, Richmond the Theatre, which I know you love so much. It still has the crying room. So you can bring your child. Yeah. <sighs> uh, but I've been there twice lately just because they got new owners. I wanted to see what it was like. Yeah. And while the seating and the sound system is all upgraded, the candy bar is pretty much downgraded. Um, quite literally, their large is about a, a medium at uh, oh. the cinema we normally go to. Like it's, it's, oh. it's, it's like I, when I went and saw Mario Brothers or Super Mario, I had to buy two. <laughs> two mediums? No, I had to buy two large. Oh, did you did you say two large? Yeah, I had to get two large and that's oh about God. that's about probably an actual large. Uh, yeah, so two two large popcorns is the size of one large at, at uh, oh. where we normally go. What a horrible 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 re- oh. Yeah. Oh. It's it's, it's pretty crappy. But that, but then, but that, that's yeah. From my understanding, just like looking at line, looking online and looking at things, 
where cinema makes most of its money is it actually gets confectionery thing. Yeah. Because for the for the ticket sales, most of that like fifty percent go back to like the studio. Yeah. Yeah. Then obviously then they then then some of it goes to the distributors, and so they get a very small percentage of actually yeah. that, of that actual money. Yeah. And the sort of vast majority come from the obviously the confectionery. It's like going well. So I can certainly see why they they, they downsize yeah. it to to make you buy like as you said probably like yeah yeah. But that cinema's always been struggling, um, hmm. you know. And even even when the cinema we go to at Rouse Hill, where um, when they were the tickets went down to ten bucks, hmm. like the Richmond one couldn't keep up, and they were still twelve bucks or something. Yeah, like like yeah. they 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 could they are only making enough money to keep the lights on that was about it they couldn't upgrade or anything fuck but it's yeah. sold but it's sold and then all these guys came in and bought it for about three million dollars look I, th- and- I think i think there is value in a local cinema like that still yeah um where they really should be leaning into it is basically like nostalgia flick nostalgia oh, yeah. zones or so well they're things. doing that they're doing yeah. uh lion king sing-alongs um I think I, an ad popped up on my Facebook today saying Arch Bark is doing a show there. Okay. You know, like, so it, it is a theater. It is a theater that got turned into a movie theater, you know? So, but it's still an actual theater theater. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. So I'm like, hey, no, that's, that's good. So to our point, finals, this thing for my, my amnesty is yes. <laughs> Scrubs is the greatest musical of all time. TV musical. TV musical. Sorry, not, sorry. Not the greatest musical. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I can't even say TV musical because Hamilton is on Disney Plus. So again, no, so, but that's so... not a TV. Where, where was that? <laughs> <laughs> What's his name? Lin Lin Manuel Miranda. Miranda yeah, yeah. Manuel. Um, sorry, Lin. Um, he didn't write. Go. I'm writing this musical, so one day it will be on TV. <laughs> no, of course not. <laughs> no. He wrote no, it, no. no, no, no. Look, yeah. Valid, valid point. Okay, I, I, will, I will, I will, I will yeah. agree. Now, speaking of valid points, <laughs> there was a fun episode of The Mandalorian this week, which raised more questions. Look, it raised, look, and, and it raised some interesting questions. First of all, one of the things that people argued. So once again, I will point out. Um, so IGN once again rated it about a six out of ten out of like which or, or four, I can't remember whatever they rated. Yeah, I've I've now come to the agreement, and and, and the more I think about this, the more uh, the more I'm going to land on this particular point. IGN hates women, and I know, and, and I'm not even saying that jokingly. When the show was about or about a singular man, the uh, like, uh, Dinjarin, <laughs> that that was like nine, ten, ten, nine, 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 nine. It, the show is now switching to Bo-Katan, a female, and they're like going four, four, six, six, four. Like, oh, God, this <laughs> show's terrible. Going, the only thing that's changed is who's the lead, and interesting, your scores have dropped. Mm-hmm. So I can only come to the solid conclusion. And also, they must also hate black women because because Lizzo was in it and they hated they hated that thing. so I can only come to that conclusion that you in fact mm. hate women and specifically women of color okay I guess that's I guess <laughs> again I, I, this yeah. are, these are not my words these are IGN's yeah. ratings so I'm just purely just talking about what they've, yeah. what they've rated it what did you think of the episode Jamie with and, and obviously spoilers the spoilers um, yes um, look I, I enjoyed it like I mean it was a good action i mean look it, i'll admit i'll admit it was a bit weird going especially after seeing mario brothers listening to how mate i'll touch on that in a bit but yeah. how amazing jack black was as bowser um and then 
seeing Jack Black, <laughs> Jack Black in Star Wars, like it's just the weirdest thing. But it, I think it kind of worked. But then I totally forgot about him when <laughs> Christopher, Christopher Lloyd, Lloyd rocks up. I'm going like, oh, he's like almost ninety and he's still rocking it. And oh, I, I, I thought it was well, probably wasn't the best episode of the um, uh, season so far, but it was still, still pretty solid with the great, great droid interactions. I, that's always one of those, those things that there was all, there's all these like jokes online saying how the droids are like, the most oppressed people in the universe like they're like you know because mm-hmm. then so yes in this but they also sort of put the droids also like one of the droids in the bar was basically was was saying some really interesting saying well, they don't uh, the humans don't like we live for, we live forever the humans don't yeah. ask much of us yeah. they built us Oh, it's all the least we could do is these few like tasks that they ask us to do. Am yeah. I going okay? It's a very interesting way for this droid to yeah. look at it because, like, yeah. to us, like 50 years of you know, 50 plus years of like labor would be like, oh my god, like, whatever. To a droid yeah. that lives for eternity, it's like, yeah, well, yeah, okay, okay I can do this. Task. I, I love that point that, um, Christopher Lloyd's character, I forget his name, um, what he made was like how mankind has made robots to do all the work yes that if they all if they all got shut down the, the, the people they was... wouldn't they wouldn't know what to do <laughs> yeah, that like, and that's that's a dangerous thought or a dangerous way to um to think about it like think think about it like if if like all the internet went down or technology went down do you know how to, how to go hunt and <laughs> skin <laughs> an animal you know but, do, do you know how to you know coal mine or or no. make but, steel you know like people said, like it's weird to see Jack Black, and I don't know. I think it's Lizzo. I don't know the name of the artist. Like she's yeah. apparently she's famous. I don't. Again, I don't like music, modern music. But, you know, yeah, except um, the K-pop. K-pop, <laughs> sure. Um, but but it's Blackpink. Okay, look, yeah, sure. All right, but I mean the um, but the point is, or and, and Espergirls are also good. But anyway, the point is that. Um, <laughs> I thought she was fine. I, I like, you know, she was, you know, she was. She played a certain character. She, she was, she was an ability made manifest, and that was the the whole concept. You know, the, and and the idea of these people were they were meant to be just good people trying to do their best. Yep. Um, the, the it's it's interesting. You sort of see, and, and there's been a few episodes now. You sort of see that the New Republic's ideas are really stupid. Yeah. Um, and, and and not not just dumb, like just outright pointedly stupid mm-hmm. like i like i like i've never seen that like and and uh, like there's dumb government yeah and then there is like <laughs> bad governments and then there is basically like illogical government and then there's the new republic and this is and they fall into this new category of government where i'm like going like what okay so so again <laughs> not to go too star wars nerdy here but like during the end of the clone wars they decommissioned the sort of like um the clone the the cruiser ships the clone uses that's because they had a better design called the star destroyer that they were sort of building star destroyer these much bigger much mm-hmm. more powerful things the new republic won the war not because of like you know their amazing ships or their amazing ability the mon calamari star cruiser is a very good ship but it still can't hold hold up against you know a star destroyer it won because Luke Skywalker and Darth and Anakin Skywalker toppled the Empire, destroyed the Death Star. So basically, mm-hmm. oh, Luke actually has like two and zero against Death Stars. It's basically like that's how yeah. they won. They won because of pluckiness. Yeah. They then had the ability to then have 
every single Star Destroyer that the Imperials had made. And they went, no, we'll decommission all of them and we'll stand down our army to about 90, like 90% of our army will stand them down. And this is how we're going to, again, there is now a giant power vacuum in the galaxy and we'll stand <laughs> down our armed forces. And also these hundreds and oh, these thousands of brilliantly designed death-defying Star Destroyers. We're like going, we don't need them. We'll be fine with our pen and paper bureaucracy. I'm going, what the, f- what the <laughs> fuck is this shit? <laughs> like, it, it, it's one thing to see incompetence, yeah. but to see incompetence play out on such a wide scale, yeah. I'm going, I wonder why in the in the few, in a few short years there's a thing called the First Order people, where people go, hey, you want security? You want safety from pirates? Come join the First Order. It's like, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, sure. <laughs> I mean, you're going to be like going, all right, yeah. sure. But another the point that, that I think is quite interesting was um, the hilarious, but also I called this. I, I called this out. I said, I guarantee they're going to Elder One shit the Dark Saber, have some very arbitrary, like, yeah. who defeats who rules. And yeah. once again, yeah. they've, they've proven that technicality. Technicality. Because <laughs> Dinjarin lost against the humanoid droid or yeah. Mandalore. And then because, and he dropped the saber because she yeah. then beat him, picked up the saber to, and destroyed yeah. him. She is now the ruler of Mandalore. Yeah. So Jamie, I'm going to pose you a few questions. I'm, okay. I, I want to hear your thoughts. Okay. Yes or no. If you think, so Bo-Katan is in, a sh- is in the shower. She basically <laughs> like, you know, <laughs> here you know, we go. Yeah, yeah, in, uh, after a long, hard day of, of ruling Mandalore, she puts on a towel she picks up the dark saber in hand because you know she's she's holding it, thinking about you know what she has to do as as the as the ruler of Mandalore. She, during this time of ruler of Mandalore, um, uh, one of the, the Mandalorian clans gave her a cat as basically like a gift to say, well, you know, here is a, a beautiful like I don't know, space cat, Star Warsy cat, <laughs> and say, you know, this is a gift because of our respect for you, the the true one and all Mandalore. You know, our clan is that yeah. So that that yeah. Ha- that all happens. Yeah. She then trips over the cat, the saber falls out of her hand, rattles against the floor. I, as then a, the lowly Mandalorian janitor, run into the room, see that the, the she's tripped over this cat. I then go and kick the cat out the window. Does that make me ruler of Mandalore? Um, because the oh, cat disarmed her, and then, I disar- and then I have disarmed the cat. Has the cat held the saber, though? Oh... Good, but not did the robot. But the point is, are you sure? Are you sure? No, yeah, it, yeah. No, it took everything off him, didn't it? I don't think it. No, I don't think it took the dark side. Like because she had, she had to pick it up from somewhere. To, you know, I can't remember the floor. Oh. But again, but to your point, yeah, the the cat unwillingly, but you know, maybe maybe willingly disarmed Bogotan. I walked into her, didn't bother staring at her body, her naked body on the floor. No, I'm a man of a man of purpose. <laughs> I, I kicked the cat. So, so we know, like na- naked woman or dark saber. <laughs> there's no argument naked woman or ruler of Mandalore I, swear, I, I went for it <laughs> and I kicked the cat out the window does that make me ruler of Mandalore <laughs> might possibly but but don't you think that that uh, the Mandalorian uh, before he got caught like, like he always wanted a reason to get rid of it oh sure so, and, and, and look and absolutely it wasn't his thing, and clearly he's not like, and also he doesn't seem like he's really like he struggles. He struggles to use it because you yeah. know um, he's actually, and, and that's actually very key as well to some. I guess it, 
I wanted to play more into that because there are other Wanderlones have have willed it. Um, when Sabine ran the first one of the person who sort of initiated the who got who got the saber back into the Wanderlone throat and then get, gifted it to Bogotan the first time, yeah. she also struggled to wield it the first time as well because her purpose and her life was shattered, and she was she and then the Jedi had to basically help her like once again to become whole and and, and have a yeah. singular mind focus. And once she did that, she could wield it properly. Bo-Katan though, because her singular purpose is obviously I'm going to take back Rindable Mandalorian, she seems, yeah. to be, she seems to be able to use it completely fine. So obviously like, yeah. it wasn't the right weapon for Jin. It, very clearly he's, he's a split man mm-hmm. in his head. Yes. Yeah. Because the actor yeah. doesn't want to wear the helmet, but obviously he needs to wear the helmet, yeah. so then he's a bit split. Actually. <laughs> I, I think it, it definitely depends on who you're talking to when, when asked if, if some tripping over a cat, kind of. Because like, is that really combat? Yeah. Well, I mean, did, did, the, did, the, cat like, disarm, the, cat, did the cat defeat and disarm Bo-Katan? Was the cat a threat before? Like, but is like, it about threat? Because the Mandalorians well, clearly can challenge each other for leadership. That seems to be a yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah well, that, that's the thing. But like this robot just attacked it, you know? And that yeah. was the tackle. Like, this cat, if, if this cat came in and just started t- attacking attacking her feet. Okay, okay. Over, did, okay, okay. How about right. this? She's sitting on the throat of Mandalore. The cat runs up. She picks up the cat. She, scrapped, she, she rubs the cat's belly because it's a cat. <laughs> <laughs> and then she rubs it. For, for three seconds longer than three she seconds longer than the cat one did. The cat starts scratching her wildly, initiating combat. She drops the dark saber. I then come up, pick up the dark saber, and kick the cat out the window again. I think you have to kick the cat, kick the cat first. Yep, and then pick up the dark. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, yeah, yeah. I kick the cat, pick up the dark saber, and hold it above my head and say, "I, you know, Chris Park, am the ruler of Mandalore." Then yes. Having are. said that, it would be the shortest rule in the history of Mandalore because, because there would be another Mandalorian going, I challenge you to one-on-one combat. And I'd be like, oh, crap. <laughs> that, that, and then turn into a tournament. <laughs> oh, I'm like, no. Like, Bo would probably just win it back from me. Basically going, I challenge yeah. you. like, oh, crap. All right, fine, yeah. Bo. That's fine. Yeah. Um, interesting yeah. enough, in the show, she's meant, like, by her, the age, I think by the age thing, by the age timeline, she's like 50. Wow. She was 18 in the when the Clone Wars first started, and that so the, so yeah, 30 plus years from that, I think she's like 50 something. And the actress is also like 40 something. And I'm going, what kind of 40 year old like 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 what strong genetics in Hollywood? <laughs> like the, like Katie Sackoff, like, like wow, like yeah, you, you haven't aged since now, like she's, literally. She's married to Carl Urban, is she? No, let me Google. Let's Google that. Katie Sackoff. Where? I'm pretty sure if it's not her, it's someone. Sci-fi. <laughs> she was, you know, it's funny. She was meant to come out to us. I think she was meant to come out to Australia for like one of the cons recently. Then yeah. she cancelled all appearances. I think, mean, of course, she did. She's too popular now. She's too like, she's she's yeah, she's big. She's too big to come out to, 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 to yeah. conventions. She's too powerful now. <laughs> no, no, he's, yeah, he's married to Natalie. Natalie, we oh. we Yongi. Okay. Okay. No, he used to date her. Oh, dated. Okay. okay. Yeah. So before his current life, he dated. Uh, yeah. So I probably heard about this like five years ago, and then assume, assume oh, marriage, and then assume, yeah. assume that Hollywood marriages last forever. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird concept you've given these people. Hey, 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 hey! Now, like some of some of them do, like probably one, like like Hugh Jackman and his wife last. You know, they've been together forever. Yeah, um, yeah. Now, so okay, let's not look. So 
So, so we both agree that if the cat initiates the combat... Oh, yeah, if, if anything initiates combat... And then she drops the dark saber, basically determining her loss. Yeah. I but then, then, but then, but then, I think the cat has to wield it at least once. Well, no, the cat has to like make claim to it by basically licking it, maybe or, or, like or standing over it, it or, or standing <laughs> over it to make claim to the dark saber. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, look, I, I, I think that's, I think that's a fair call. Um, and um, one of my, one of my favorite things in that uh, that whole episode was like the the Romeo and Juliet story with the Mon Calamari and like Quarren. And then I was, oh, looking, yeah, I was looking so at the, random. I was looking yeah. at the Mon Calamari going like, yeah. going like, 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 not to be racist, but I was also looking at them going like, like, looking at the Mon Cal, they're looking at the Quarren going, dude, what do you see in her? Like, what is, what, like, what is, is it know. the tentacles? Is it no, the face no. tentacles? I, like, I, I, it's the eyes, man. It's the eyes. Is it, is it the tiny mouth that looks like sharp fangs? Or like, is it yeah. the, fa- it's got to be the face tentacles. He must, that, that, that must be like, yeah. Well, he probably likes a good chin tickle. I know. Yeah. That must be like, but again, Love the puppets. I, mean, I love, oh, I love yeah. every, and, every time yeah. you see puppets like that, I'm like going, yeah. out fucking standing. Love yeah. puppets. Can't um, beat practical effects. Can't beat practical effects. Um, and and the Eye of Spoken people, it looks like they've, they reused the same mask that they had built originally for, for all of them. Yeah. But again, that doesn't matter. They, it's nah. still, they still look great. Puppets, yeah. puppetry always, all the way. Well, I think you got you got to keep it keep it pretty similar to the originals because this 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 is set like after uh, Return of the Jedi, yeah. Yeah, yeah, and these guys yeah. are in Cloud City in Empire Strikes Back, so there's yeah. a species known as droid yeah. people. So yeah, they had to sort of make yeah. them all look very similar. Yeah. Um. Yeah, good episode. But Jamie, you you were uh, mentioning and speaking about um. Now that we've determined the rules <laughs> of how to become ruler of the Mandalore. Yeah. Um, <laughs> You you were discussing you, you on a whim saw a film. Yes, I went and I went and saw Super Mario Brothers. Woohoo! Woohoo! And yes, he does say that. He does he does say he does say a woohoo and does say it's a me. Um, does he say it's a me, Mario? Yes. Oh. Yeah. Look, honestly, this is one of the best video game movies I have ever seen. Interesting. Like one like perfect cast. Like look, look. We all felt weird when we said, "Oh, Chris Pratt, oh Chris," but but Chris Pratt said it in in an interview because you know we, there's a whole lot of black backlash about like why don't they sound Italian, mm-hmm. um and like they said in that interview, they handle it really well. I honestly forgot it was Chris Pratt the entire time. Like, like oh, that's not, good. It doesn't sound like Chris Pratt. No, he's not just doing his normal Chris he's Pratt. He's not just like, oh, I'm Chris. Yeah, it, it's not not Lego Movie Chris Pratt. Funny enough, this was written by the people who did Lego Movie, so probably another reason why it's so good. But look, it's 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 faithful to the um, to the source material, I guess you could say. Mm-hmm. Um, um, and honestly, Jack Black as Bowser. <laughs> I mean, look at this cast and the cut. The cut. Look, Anna Joy, like Anna Taylor Joy, Charlie yeah. Day, Jack Black, um, yeah. Keenan, Michael K. Like. What what yeah. a, what an incredible cast this is! Yeah. And and like I told you, um, I hate Seth Rogen with a fiery passion, but he was you really do. good in this. You have men- you've mentioned this more than once. Yes, but I I even I admit he was really good in this. He he played um, uh, Kong Donkey Kong. Oh, um, yeah, and like honestly, so much nostalgia. 80s, 80s soundtrack. Yes, yes. Take on me is in it. Oh um, yes, take on me. Um. One of the songs from Guardians of the Galaxy, 
so that they they basically like with Chris Pratt they hinted at Star Wars stuff like you know so they yeah. played some some like a song from but Jack Black even got to do his Jack Black <laughs> he got and, to do the Jack Black it, it worked it worked well now um not too spoilery alert but like the plot is Bowser's in love with Princess Peach of course as always she can, and he, he wants to he wants, her every fucking second yeah and he wants to force her uh to marry him yep Yep. You know, so there is there is a scene where Bowser's is playing a piano. I'm going peaches. <laughs> you know? And oh, uh, look, I used to hate Jack Black. Yeah, I didn't really hate him, but I just thought it was just, yeah. I just didn't. I you kind of got annoyed of the Jack Black. You know, but then, but you know, bad? the more I see him in, like the the more I see the older Jack Black. Yeah. The more I'm like going, yes, yeah. I can. Re- I respect yeah. the man yeah. now. I, I like, can... yeah, like even Jack Black when he he was in um the Weird Al movie. You know, he was fantastic in that. Um, I, I, I honestly even liked him in King Kong because he played the film guy that wanted That's to go. True. Yeah. Um, no, but honestly, it was, you know, I know IGN gave it like a seven or something and said it was like, a you know, a basic plot, you know, oh. like there was no depth or whatever. I'm going like, what do you what do you like, want? What do you want? Like because it's in, in a in, in a child's movie <laughs> yeah. about a, about a, about an Italian plumber fighting a dinosaur yeah. by throwing shells at him. Do you want him yeah. to? Do you want like <laughs> Luigi to say, "Stop, Mario, Mario"? What? What? I'm in love with you. I'm in love with your wife. What? We've been singing each other. Me and Carol have been singing each other for a few years now. But don't you know, Luigi? I have cancer. I wanted you to be together. That's why I made it. Like, what? What do they want in this fucking no, child's no, film? And I know. Look, look, part, part of the charm is it was a basic, simple plot. You know, point A yeah. to point B. Do this, do that. Like kind of hero's journey kind of thing. Like, yeah. Um, and yeah, it was. It was really really good like i'd honestly see it again i know chris pratt says we need to see it again <laughs> That's true. you need to see it twice but but it, but it was also like i like honestly regardless of whoever they got casted they were damned if you did damned if you didn't kind of thing no. and and look here's the thing the other thing that made me um more comfortable the creator of mario the video game wanted chris pratt to do mario okay it was his idea well then, yeah, then that's that's settled then, isn't it? And and look, honestly, I couldn't picture anyone else doing it. No. Yeah, okay, okay, yeah, there was like John Leguizamo, who said his Mario Wood film was better, apparently. Like, yeah, and and, and then then... he was saying like Mario should be played by a Latino person. Being the original voice actor who does Mario isn't Latino, but they're getting this on the yeah, let's not get into that. Yeah, but then also like okay, let's let, let's say imagine you got a Latino actor and then you made them do the very thick thick stereotype Mario action. What would people say? That's racist. How, why yeah. are you making him do that? Why doesn't he yeah. have his normal voice? Let's mm-hmm. say you then got a white person to put on the, the, yeah. the thick Terry Mario Texas. That's racist. What? You, yeah. It was an on. There is a point where you have to not listen to Twitter because this is no yes. winner. It is, it is a no yes. win scenario. Because, because, and you feel yeah. like going, here's a film. Do you like it or not? Go watch it. Yes, yeah. no, yes. Because this is the concept. We, we could be as toxic as Twitter and, and respond to, to that actor and say, well, I think Ice Age is offensive because why didn't you get a real sloth to voice the sloth? Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. How dare how <laughs> are you? Dare, are you a sloth? Dare you, sir? Are you a sloth? How dare, how dare you, sir? Yeah, yeah. Like, how dare you? Again, also, like, yeah. then, you, then you, you, I guess you'd also have to ask the actor. So, going, so if there's any film that, you know, that we might consider you, but we can, oh, but the actor, but the person we have 
our role isn't in a, like a, a Latino. So you immediately yeah. you're out of casting. So, so would that be fair? No, I don't think. I think. I think. What, you know. what, so what you're saying is, with the new Little Mermaid, they should have gotten an actual mermaid. Yes, a translucent creature from the sea. <laughs> Yes, <laughs> and, and even more so, she should have been like a siren, like a real siren, which basically yeah. were the world's first scam artists. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> again, yeah. they didn't they yeah. didn't just sing to you about sexual desires because they would sing to be about what you want the most in the world. And so, yes, for sailors on the sea, for like who have not seen had action for a while, yes, it was probably that. But you yeah. know, if you were hungry, <laughs> they'd be like going. There'd be a hamburger, like, like <laughs> free burgers on this island. <laughs> Like wagyu beef burgers on this do, eye. Oh, do you do you think this is where the Mr. Whippy song came from? <laughs> Mr. You know? Whippy. Well, you know, look, look when the ice cream truck drives drives around and you hear. Oh you, my god! They go ice cream. You know, you're right. Mm-hmm. They, oh my. Okay, so now we need Chad to write a story about how sirens have given up their call to the lure of the sea and now run right. the ice cream franchises of the yeah. world. Well, what I'm gonna what I'm gonna <laughs> say we're probably gonna do for at least the foreseeable future is every every intro intro will be written by Chad GPT. Honestly, and and, and look, if and, and I'll be completely honest, internet. I didn't have an intro because I went to the Easter show today. So I didn't have time. Oh. <laughs> and so I got home. I had a shower. I had a nap. Jamie messaged me and goes, hey, anytime you're ready. And I was like going, I haven't written one. And so then I, uh, I sat down and I got GVT to write. Normally, I would normally need about two hours of procrastination to write one because I normally have to think of the idea, not write the idea for the entire day. Two hours before the podcast, panic, write it, then do it. Yeah. And and, I'll, and if I have a good one, I will try to do that. But if I'm, but if in in some circumstances, I might just be like, eh. But yeah. I'll always label it as ChatGPT. I will never take credit for ChatGPT. Yeah. I'll always will label it as such. Yeah. yeah, and and to your credit, you put the your ideas into it. It just wrote it for you. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been good at Shakespeare, so I don't think they could have. Like, honestly, I don't. I don't write Shakespeare. This is not my. This is not my forte. But I wanted to be Shakespearean love yeah. bubble. Hey, and look, it, it was it was top notch, and and look, all all of this is is softly plagiarizing people's works. Yeah, 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 yeah. it's reading other internet, <laughs> softly plagiarizing the works. Um, I think my ChatGPT app on my phone thinks I'm a weirdo because of what I type into it. <laughs> like I, I was basically the other ones I've written it as it's going write me a scenario. Or in this scenario, like said the Mandalorian thing, where it's like Luke Skywalker and like and Mara Jade, but Mara Jade's play like Cat Grave, and then all the drones. I was like, I think Chetty's is going okay. I'm sensing a theme here of Henry Cavill and Cat Grave. Young, and it's going to start predicting. You're going to get. You're going to go like write me a love story, and he goes, "Well, Cat Grave and Henry." Yeah, I will type anything in now. I'm going to type any thought. It'll going a movie plot. It'll be like starring Henry Cavill and Cat Grave. It'll just, it'll, it'll just, you know, if I do this enough and program it, I want to then start putting Kagrave into other people's ideas as well. <laughs> and and next thing you know, um, ChatGPT will overtake the world, and when it takes human form, it will be Kagrave. <laughs> <laughs> no, it takes you know, it creates two forms as two leaders: one's Henry Cavill, yeah. one's Kagrave, and they yeah. sit upon their throne, uh, yeah. ruling the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, no, look honestly, like 
there's it's da- it's what a dangerous piece of software. <laughs> oh, oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah, yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Speaking of <laughs> speaking of dangerous pieces of software, Jamie, do you want to talk about the main topic of the show or not? Oh, we we had a soft talking topic, and we've all we've touched on it a little bit, but it's it just interesting, like within with the backlash from Mario and um other it just it's got me thinking about how when a movie performs badly the creators will blame it on the toxic fandom and mm. you know the um uh you know people that go i wanted this i wanted that um and not that the fact that it's a bad movie or something like that you know but but you know i, I just want to touch on the the fine line like like how, how fine do you think that line is between people just being you know irritating and nitpicky and you know uh, a good i don't know a good adaption of, mm. of a comic yeah. book or a video game or a so book now that i think about this more jamie let me post you i think mm-hmm. as much as they like to claim that they are artists and look i'm not saying they're not i'm not saying games are not art i'm not saying i'm not that's what i'm saying yeah. I'm saying they are a mass-produced commercial product. The, the, the purpose is not to show how great of your art is. The purpose is to make people buy shit. Yeah. And, and, and look, it's a very cynical approach to the world. But imagine this, Jamie. You opened up a steak restaurant backed by Disney. The mm. greatest steak restaurant of all, like, again, you, let's say, let's say there's a steakhouse. Let's, okay, I know Outback is a shit steakhouse. I get, I get that. Let, let's pretend for this, in this scenario, that Outback is like the greatest steakhouse of all time. It's well known. It's the thing. You, dis, you, you Jamie, as CEO of Disney, you buy Outback Steakhouse. You then re, 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 you write a menu, you send out, out the menu, and then like people come in and the steak is half frozen like it's it's yeah. you now serve vegan steaks instead of normal steaks and and you serve mm-hmm. mushrooms instead of chips and then people start saying like this is shit i'm <laughs> never buying your from your restaurant again and imagine yeah. you as Russian owner you go my food is good it's just the toxic fans that are the problem <laughs> does that work for a restaurant when they if no. they say like no no no, no my no. food's fine it's yeah. your palate that's the problem yeah no in no yeah. other industry <laughs> yeah. in the world when something fails, do the creators get up and go, my car that explodes did not fail because of explode. It's because of the toxic car drivers and their lack of ability to drive my, 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 my high speed cars. And <laughs> it's their fault they were hitting walls and it's their fault yeah. for the failures. In no, like, like in no other industry, sporting and do, do people get, do you, the creators when they fail get to stand in front of the meter and go, it's not my fault. It's the yeah. it's the people who's buying my it's my primary people that buy the product. It's yeah. their fault that they don't they're not buying my product. It's like yeah. no, your job is to make an appealing product for people to buy. Yeah. If 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 they don't buy it or they don't like it, guess what? You didn't make an appealing product <laughs> yeah. for them to buy. Yeah, that's, that's true. I, it is such a mind boggling concept why Hollywood yeah. is so isolated that they think that they're yeah. selling something else that's not a mass-produced product that's for sale, which means you need to appeal to a wide audience and make yeah. things something that people like. Yeah. It's a crazy you def- concept. You definitely need to appeal to the majority and not the loud minority. On Twitter, absolutely. Um, I agree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 100%. I found this article that said like the top 10 um, 
fandoms with the most toxic fans. <laughs> I was just like, that's random. And look, uh, some of them I don't really like. Look, it's got My Hero Academia on there. Do you have you heard much about whingy fans with that? I mostly, okay, yeah, yeah. So look, so My Hero Academia is basically Marvel, but better. Because obviously, like, like yeah. it's 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 a Jap- it's a Japanese take on what superheroes are, yeah. And they and honestly, the guy fucking gets the guy they 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 fucking get it. And the, but the, the whingy fans about that show are like, this look, it's the same anime whingy fans where, where anime fans are like going, she's seventeen, why is she or she's fourteen, why is she stabbed yeah. and look like <laughs> and like oh, going, that's ridiculous. And then it's also yeah. like going, oh, in the comics when they drew this girl in the cheerleader outfit who's fourteen, she looks like. She she looks like like she's it, it, it there, and then obviously when they when they reanimated her, she's got like the, she, like they made her look all sexy. I'm going, mm-hmm. the same creator did both, and he probably decided like, hey, whilst we do what well, well, like I drew that scene very quickly, you know, with my hand. Now you animators have time, maybe glow it up a bit, and they did. <laughs> and so like mm-hmm. so, on that one, yeah, look, and look, yeah, look, and look that, that that whole fandom is toxic, also for a hilarious reason. It's because they ship everyone with everyone else. They, yeah. they, they make like the whole concept is like this, it's this class of heroes, but they're all they're all they're all they're all like have cool powers, they're all attractive. Yeah. But so then every single fandom goes, you should date this person, you should date, and, and like they would then fight each other viciously about the pairings <laughs> because you know because 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 they're they're smart anime fans that know that yes, after they defeat the big bang bad guy, these classmates are going to fuck. And are going to create the next generation of heroes that the next series is going to be based upon. Mm-hmm. So they're trying to make sure that they get the cool power combinations. Because in the world of my hero Academia, people have quirks, and if they and when, when two people marry, with they have like two different quirks, like that's their powers. Yeah. The child will generally get like a variation of their power. So basically, like if one person has flight, one person has fire. If that, if they marry, that child would, would either get full flight, full fire, or he might get like. Like he could fly by shooting flames out of his feet, something cool like that. Yeah. And so, so yeah. there's one guy that they, in the show who was like the ultimate hero. He wanted to make a, a a child that was better than him, so he basically married a nice, a nice wielder, so he could then then basically like had multiple children, so he could basically find the one child that that, that um, which is um, one of the main characters yeah. who has both fire and ice. He's like going, he was just trying to like perfectly breed this hero. And that's, <laughs> so what so what these kids are trying to do and the toxic fandom is basically saying like. Let's make the best combinations for cool heroes in the yeah. next series. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sorry, I don't see anything t- toxic about that. I uh, mean, no, it's, it's, it's just... look, they get they get real weird and real yeah. wild on the internet. But like, again, um, I, I I think that these are yeah. smart fans who know yeah. that yeah. I want to see the next generation of heroes have cool and, powers, and I, and, I respect and, that. And like Henry Cavill said in in that an interview way back when he got cast in The Witcher, yeah, he's saying he doesn't call it toxic; he just calls fans are passionate. Oh and no, like, it, look, you know. Based upon the not safe for work art on the internet, my yeah. fans are very passionate <laughs> about their fan pairing. Yeah. Well, can can you guess um, what the top two uh, toxic uh, fans fran- franchises, or should I say, top two um, are? What, one is Star Wars. I'm assuming. Oh, that's the top one. Yeah, hundred yep. percent. That, yep. That's that's. Yep. Um, it's, cool. it's, it, but you know, it's, again, not to, not to beat a dead horse. Until Last Jedi, the Star Wars fan base was united completely. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So whose fault is it? Anyway. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, like, 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 we, we, 
the Star Wars yeah. fan was America after defeating the British. So they're going, yes, yeah. we are united. And then all of a sudden, like, last year, it was basically the, the Confederate States going, well, we're going to break off part of the fandom and make our yeah. own fandom. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, the normal Stargate fan, the Union in this, going, yeah. Abraham Lincoln's were going, no, we're all one <laughs> fandom. Come back onto this side. And they went, yeah. no, we want our weird Star Wars version. <laughs> and then, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Do you, do you know what comes at number two? That's going to be difficult because I could, like, it's going to be something video gamey. No. Ooh. You, you know it well. We know it well. Oh. We've talked about it many times. We've laughed about uh, how long it went for. Supernatural. Yep. Ah! <laughs> and apparently um, the amount of toxic, toxic in air quote fa- fandom has driven uh, a lot of the guest stars off social media because of well, how yeah, much you backlash. See, that's because, you know? Okay. And, and you know, it's, it's really funny. The true fans left at season five. Or six oh or yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. What you're what you're left with is the the Twitter last Jedi fans, also yeah. the Twitter fans. <laughs> yeah. And, so, and are they toxic? Maybe, but also to their yeah. to the, to the, to defend them, and I will defend them. This they are passionate. Yeah. The reason why I defend that, why I, I look, I hate new supernatural. I do, but yep. they are passionate. Those new fans. Yeah. You know why they? Know, you know how I know they're passionate? It's because they made eleven more seasons, <laughs> <laughs> and and they do. And, and a company does not make things that make less that don't make yeah. them money. Yeah. The reason why I hate the Last Jedi fans is because there was a ton of merchandise at the time of Last Jedi, and guess who bought it? No one. That's why in the first time when the earnings recall, when they did the earnings report, that Spider-Man merchandise outsold Star Wars by like two to one in that wow. quarter. Yeah. And it's like, that never happens ever. Yeah. And then obviously Disney course corrected with the return with um, Rise of Skywalker because they, they also knew that they made a mistake. Mm-hmm. But so I do res- look, I hate the new Supernatural. Fucking hate it. Stupid. But <laughs> I respect the fandom of that because clearly they are buying the merchandise. Yep. They are watching the show. They are supporting it financially to get 11 yeah. more fucking seasons. And yeah. so I respect that hustle yeah. because again, that's what it looked. That's what they want. I said I didn't want that. I stepped away with my money and earnings. Yeah. But the market always corrects itself. And yep. the market said people want this is Dean and Sam incestually gay kind of concept <laughs> going forward. <laughs> and look, I, hey, I love a good incest story. So I'm against that. You know, Godfather 3, like two cousins nailing each other. Great, fantastic. Again, that's yeah. not the point. The point is, They've supported it financially enough to get like 11 more. Yeah. I, again, also with Arrowverse, I stepped out of Arrowverse at like season three. I was like, nah, fucking done. Yeah, yeah. But enough people bought the merchandise, bought yeah. the shit, watched the show, paid yeah. for CW subscriptions to continue mm-hmm. this concept rolling forward. Even with the, even with <laughs> the high seas, people fans of the show still subscribe to the networks to make sure that they they had their their vote was heard financially which I, again i do respect that hustle like it's very easy to watch all cw shows via the high seas yeah but they supported it financially and they got more seasons and again hey respect respect mm-hmm. that hustle and i respect that and and look you're right jamie it's not toxic it's just passionate it's toxic you only call a fan base toxic 
is if they're not doing if you if you suck and have failed and then yeah. then yes yeah. <laughs> and, then, and, then, and you're yes, blaming sure, it on them yeah. and you're blaming it on them rather than looking deep within inside and saying you know did we did it suck mm, obviously clearly, clearly it wasn't thing again we 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 have we you know of all the success of this podcast well you know minor i guess you call it minor <laughs> minor success we we've all, we also had a podcast that we then stopped and because you know did we did we complain about the fans about saying you know you didn't support us no we just said we didn't think the product was worth continuing on and we stopped the and we stopped yeah. making it it was a again we were we basically looked and we actually looked at it from a financial decision we said yeah we had tons of viewers, listeners, yeah. but then we couldn't monetize it to the point where we were, what we were spending was not going to then yeah. continue on with it. <laughs> yeah. So we're going, yeah. well, then we'll pull the plug. Yeah. Now, was it the fans' fault? No. It was we didn't create something that was engaging enough, so we stopped. Simple as that. This is, yeah. this is reality. Well, well we, we is... don't really know that because we're getting all the downloads. No one would talk to us. But that's the point. You know? yeah. We didn't create the environment to them to then advise us that they liked yeah. it didn't like it and so again was that their fault no we failed we yeah. then we stopped it but we didn't go online after we left yeah. when we left we didn't go online and be like the fucking toxic fans just <laughs> <because of Jesus." laughs> no, we, just, we, we just went we just went yeah Meh, I it, was, it was more so i don't have the energy to and also that uh, too, yeah, yeah. record dnd edit the you know the hour and a half episode. Like I put so much work into that editing. But the and... funny, the funny, the funny thing was like the concept is great. Take yeah. a D D campaign, edit out all the, the mistakes that we make that you like, and also the pauses and things. And the chips eating yeah. and the yeah, yep. Yeah. Amazing music and sound effects behind. Yeah. Like because you, so you know, I see some people do so like I see I see like some people say like they hate music on behind behind books and things, but it's always shit music. But like yeah. The music we had was like was like top quality music, yeah. top quality sound effect. Yeah. It was a great concept, which yeah. obviously look didn't work out. But again, yeah, not the fan, not the fan. But I, we still have it there. So if you listeners want to want to uh, hear some of it, then you're going to have to talk to us. Uh, if you don't talk to us, then this podcast is oh no, <laughs> <laughs> no, because people people talk to us now, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Now you had you had other other things on the toxic fan the the, the toxic fan oh list. yeah let's see what I had uh, oh there was one that said um let's bring it up it's like uh, movies that toxic fans made less enjoyable okay. <laughs> which is probably people going poking holes you know? <laughs> like, like you know how like we like to poke holes in things yeah, we watch yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like well that wouldn't happen uh, i'm gonna skip the first one because it says twilight and like going i don't know no, I, I don't, don't know, know enough about twilight, yeah. but obviously uh star wars being on there jar jar binks um irritating character uh Mr. Cha -cha. um he would look he was annoying but he was not for the he was not for us he was for the kids again and as much yeah. as people hated to this whole idea, but Star Wars, even George Lucas yeah. said, was for children. It was a children's yeah. thing. Yeah, and and I think I think what they're getting at is, is with with the the uh, prequels, should mm. I say? Yeah. Um, it was more CGI focused than practical effects. Because George was like George was always someone that wanted to do new things. He didn't want to do the same thing again, and so obviously that's why he and, and CGI was big at the time. So he obviously wanted to use a lot of CGI. 
I mean, yeah. if, but it was his ideas and concepts that pioneered special effects. So if he also wanted to try new things on CGI, that was his call as well. Um, did, it, did all of it work? No, but I think everyone can agree mm-hmm. that Revenge of the Sith movie is, an, is, is the absolute fucking jam. And if we had to sit through an average Clone Wars and a pretty good Phantom Menace to get that amazing Revenge of the Sith film, hey, that movie was the fucking, that was the fucking beast. And you know what? Speaking of Jar Jar, back on Mandalorian, Ahmad Best got the best goddamn glow up ever. He went yeah. from like annoying Gungan to absolute badass Jedi, like yeah. <laughs> badass <laughs> Jedi, like uh, master. Who's like, like going, oh yeah, all the like all the Jedi are being gunned down. He just gets up and like going, nah, man, watch me kill all these dude clones. Like, <laughs> yes, watch it like going, yes, hundred yeah, percent, dude, you rock. So, like Keller and Beck, like, like yeah, what a cool character. Anyway, yeah. um. The the Hobbit. Look, you know the. Let's cram three. Those complaints were legitimate. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I know. Like, uh, uh, yeah, like you, that's a steer milking the milk. <laughs> like the cow yeah. is dead. <laughs> it's not milking yeah. the dead cow. <laughs> and the, the more I go through this article here, I think it's just like it's the same thing. It's like you made a bad film. That doesn't make the fans to- toxic. You no, made you a just bad made film. a bad. You made a bad product. Yeah. You know, uh, did, did, did when, when Samson made the phone that exploded because of it overheated, <laughs> did they start calling their fans toxic for complaining yeah. about their <laughs> phone? No, they went, yeah. I'm so sorry, we fixed it. We'll make sure that we'll make, we'll do better. Yeah. This is the yeah. same concept. Yeah, 100%. Uh, the Godfather 3 is on this list. Like, is it the incest? Is it the fact that like I, um, I the first cousin's know. bang? Like, is that what they're complaining about? Okay, fans complained about the inclusion of the character played by Sofia Coppola and her performance as well as the different time period. Oh, okay. I don't know, nitpick. It just sounds nitpicky to me. Um, I haven't seen Godfather 3. Like, when's that set? When's that supposed to be set? Oh, yeah, because she played Michael Corleone's daughter who then bangs her first cousin. Okay. And then, like, I think there's a line where, that she's, where they're like, it's your first cousin. She goes, well, I'll love him first then. Like, I was like, you wouldn't get away with that these days. I know. Uh. But he was like, yeah. So, the, so the, it's, um, this, the, it's the, this, the person was the illegitimate child of Sonny Corleone. And then, like, it, uh, Michael, who's now like old and the normal, the, 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 the Albertino look you now sort of associate with as Albertino. Mm-hmm. And he's like, he's close to retirement. And then obviously eventually he retires from the gangster life and then hands, hands the business over to like um, this um, Sonny's kid. And he's just like, you know, I'm going to give you this business and you, you become the godfather, but you got to do one thing for me. He goes, what? He goes, you got to let go of my daughter. And he does. He walks away from the, their romance to, to pursue a life of crime. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, yeah, godfather. Anyway, was it the best? Was it as good as other godfather films? No. Was it yeah. terrible? No. This, this is Okay. Yeah, no, I like. I think I've only seen two, two of the Godfathers, um, um, and obviously on here, look, I see this. This is this article is stupid. Look, Captain Marvel, they made a bad movie. They made a you bad know? film. You made for a bad God's movie. Sake. <laughs> like, what, what was James Gunn saying about, um, you know, about look, you, can, you can make a movie full of crashes and plashes and smashes and great visual effects, but if there's 
no but you, real but you, story but you, there. But you know what's really funny? And I'll point this out. That's, I think it's fucking hilarious. So in the D&D movie they just made, mm-hmm. they had a bunch of characters, right? Two male, two female lead characters, right? Like, um, so it, it like, um, Chris, Chris Pine, guy who was elf, and then Druid Girl and Barbarian, right? Yeah. Who had the most character growth of those parties? It was Chris Pine's character and the elf character. They're the, mm-hmm. You know why? Because they weren't overly powered. They had flaws, and so they could yeah. grow. Did yeah. the two female characters grow? No. Why? Because they had no flaws, were super powerful, and were yeah. perfect and had no... And so... Yeah, if you make characters who are what they call Mary Shoes and this they were, yeah, then they have no room for character growth because they are perfect in every yes. single way. Yeah. And then when you watch that film and go, well, how come there's amazing arcs of Chris Pratt's character and and, and, and the elf character? Yeah. Yeah, because they had faults, flaws, yeah. and they had room to grow. This yeah. is the con- <laughs> this is the concept yeah. of stories. Anyway, yeah. but yeah. Captain Marvel, same thing. <laughs> If she yeah. had flaws, if she had weaknesses and had room to grow, yeah. we're talking about a very different film. But we yeah. weren't. She was perfect. She was awesome. She did everything excellent well. She got hit with the, the space stone and for some reason got firepowers. Again, that's yeah. like... <laughs> again, yeah. whatever. Like, I'm not, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to question why the stones, what powers the stones gave people because yeah. then, like, you know, why did it give Scarlet Witch the... Again, you know... <laughs> okay. Can you guess the last one? It's a DC film. Batman versus Superman. No, no, that's not, that's not on this. Yes, Justice League. Oh. Well, I think I think anyone who says okay, I think anyone who says Justice League was bad has to now eat crow after Zack Snyder's films <laughs> yeah. when he released his his version, <laughs> and people yeah. be like, "Oh wow, yeah, no, this was better. This was better." Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like, it's like, yeah. oh, okay. What the fuck did yeah. Joss Whedon again? Yeah, and 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 this was the start of my Joss Whedon hate. Like, yeah. again, Zack Snyder just lost someone in his life, stepped yeah. away. Yeah. Joss Whedon stepped in and went, "I'm gonna be, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna finish it. I'm gonna be respectful. I'm gonna do it. Let me change every fucking thing in this yeah. film. <laughs> like black lead character. Oh no, 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 no. We're not having Ray Fisher. Lead. No, no, no. Yeah. No. As they're going." Oh, you're one of those fucking weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're one of those yeah. weird. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then you yeah. then you see the original version, you go like, oh my god, this movie makes way more sense. And and then almost but you know, then yeah. also you watch the end the, the scene with the Joker at the end, and you go like, Why is Amber Heard putting on a British accent? But again, that's yeah. <laughs> that's not yeah. the point. <laughs> again. Yeah. That, okay, but still, like also that, that yeah. was just funny going, You're yeah. British. What the yeah. hell is your that's the that's yeah. not what you sound like when you and then the more you think about it, as amazing as he gave us Avengers, the very first Avengers, Avengers only got better when he left, kind of, if you know what I mean. Like, again, Infinity Ava- War, like you know, Endgame. But the funny thing is, like, Age of Ultron was like, yeah, it's okay. It's pretty good. Oh, look, but, I thought it was solid. You know? but, but, yeah, but, but, then, but then we watched these guys called the Russos make the Winter Soldier, <laughs> like, take Captain yeah. America Winter Soldier, made Winter Soldier. They took one of the worst. At the time, one of the worst performing Avengers and go, let's, let's, hey, I like the raid. Yeah, yeah. Let's do all the combat like the raid. And all of a sudden, everyone goes like, what the fuck are we watching? This yeah, yeah. 100%. <laughs> and, and, and these are the guys that gave us uh, 
the paintball episodes in Community. I know <laughs> yeah, the you know? greatest episodes, and, and then basically what, what they what they again, it wasn't Feige that made the MCU. It was the Russo brothers oh, basically 100%. like yeah. landing that fucking like yeah sure Feige must might have launched the plane, but it was the Russo brothers that fucking landed that shit and made, yeah. <laughs> and made yeah. it made it possible. Yeah. Oh man, that, those because I remember watching those original fight scenes. And then basically watching Captain America, which we should call Captain Libertarian Man, against against, <laughs> like, against government overreach and oversight. I'm like, going, yes, yeah. Captain, I agree with you. I agree 100 percent with your sense yeah. of liberty and freedom. Which ironically is probably the opposite of Chris Evans. It is, but that's the funny thing. It is completely the opposite of who he is. I know. Okay, so that's what that's what's so funny about it. But also like that's that strong message of basically of like of government overreach. I was like, oh, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, and yeah, and it's good to see the Democrats getting their role as Hydra, basically like infiltrating, infiltrating, <laughs> and they're going, "Hey, look there you are, there you are." Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> I think we lost yeah. every single Democratic listener in America. We just did it there. That's all good. Uh, yeah. Well, you never know. Like, uh, look, we ha- we have listeners from California, but I'm like, are, are you just assuming that the Democrat, you know? No, there's, there's actually tons of like, you know, again, I'm I'm not of any. I am a libertarian. I think I think. Yeah. Tomorrow, if all the governments died in the world and were taken over by corporations, I, for one, pledge my allegiance to Elon Musk's Tesla Tesla Nation, and then and you know, I think companies will do a better job running the country than stupid governments ever will. I mean, that, that's yeah. just reality. I mean, that's the sad oh, yeah, truth, yeah, but yeah, yeah. you know, that yeah. is reality. That's like that's like when because uh, we had an election recent recently, and like all I heard at work on the radio was like. To like this party leader, you know, attacking that party leader, that party, attacking this leader. Right. And, and 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 one of them's going like, they want to privatize everything. They went, I'm going, that sounds good. Do you want me to? Good. Yeah, yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's, let's, <laughs> like, let's do you get want rid of government bloat. Yeah. And, it, and it, it, it's really funny. Like, there was a, the, 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 you, the best thing about that is how Britain won. The seat, the naval war in the Napoleonic in the Napoleonic Wars wasn't because of government. They basically said, Any private ship, do you want to go fight for us? Yes. Here's a charter, go fight for us. And then they amassed <laughs> this massive fleet of privateers because you yeah. know why? No government overreach. They said, Go fight. And they yeah. went and did it. And then yeah. again, because they didn't want to get involved, the government wanted control, they created the East yeah. Indian Trading Company. Again, a corporation basically acting as a government that basically yeah. illegally went. We're going to set up a few trade networks. Oops, we've taken over half the world. <laughs> Whoopsie doodles. And, you know, as evil as they were, which they, you know, they didn't do evil things. They also had better concepts of basically going, when we go into a local area, we will do the local customs. We will do the local, we will, we will, we will, we will like act as if we are part of the local community. Mm-hmm. And we will basically try to not infringe too much. When the British government took over, they went, no, we're going to make everyone British. And that's when all the, that's when everything bad happens. And once again, proving that private entities, are always better than government. Hundred percent. This is brought to you by a crisp bug, <laughs> hoping for a cyberpunk future in, in, in the coming in the coming years. Yeah. yeah. No, it's funny because that's that's uh, I heard a like you know how uh, to bring it around to the FIFA World Cup when Australia first made it there in the seventies. Yeah. They were just everyday like people like they built their own like firefighter. Like you know, a local yeah. butcher, butcher and that, and they all came together, 
and then they made it to the World Cup, you know, <laughs> like, um, and did reasonably well for considering, you know, considering all the things considering they're, they're playing professionals, you know, <laughs> and they're just, you know, it's very, very like that movie, that ice hockey movie where um, the one with Russell Crowe and the 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 New York team comes. I think it's New York team comes to the t- small oh, town. Oh, Mystery Alaska. Yes, that's that's the one. That is that you is know? an absolute fucking top shelf film. Very similar to Real Steel, um, story wise, should I say? Yeah. Outcome wise. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mystery fucking Alaska. Yes. The more I think about that film, yes, that was just yeah. What a, what a great film that was. And it look, it's it's. <laughs> I finally feel movies are starting to come back to what they were like twenty years ago good solid stories because like the last lot of movies i've gone to the movies and seen have all been great like super mario dungeons and dragons had a good story uh john wick which you'll find out tomorrow um and they've just all been simple good storytelling not you know not getting political or anything like that you know it's funny i heard i heard some um, I was just on YouTube and listening to some like movie commentators that I listen to every now and then. Like, there's, there's few I actually do listen to that I do actually think have good opinions. Um, and one of them I was listening to, I don't always agree with him. But I think he's, I think he's pretty good. John Campier, um, he used to be on this network Collider, but he's still in channel now. And he was talking about like he was talking about Top Gun. He was talking about that Avatar two. How saying yeah. those films brought back this romance to the film cinemas that were that were missing in the few years. Basically, going yeah to your point. Yeah. Tell me a good story. Make yeah. like take me away from the like take me away from the world for for a period of time and show me something amazing. And this is and you're right. This is what films are meant to be. Um, I still think one of the funniest things in Avatar two though was you know the the, the marine biologists going oh these beautiful <laughs> beautiful animals with art and culture. This is how we harvest their brains. Harvest their brains. <laughs> so I was like going, yeah. I was going yeah. you're a marine biologist. Should you be like? Shouldn't you be complaining a little bit more about this whole yeah. harvesting the brains, but, but harvesting all, the brains? But all I ever think of when I when I see that actor is is <laughs> you're the most beautiful girl in the whole wide room. <laughs> and also, this song it's business time. It's business, business. It's business time. And I've got my business socks on. Um, yeah. <laughs> That's so why they call them business socks. Yeah. Flight of the Concords. I, yeah. Oh, they. Oh, they are the fucking great. Oh, even, even, even. Who's who's the the manager? I always forget his name. Ah, oh, but that guy. Yeah, and who's who's in? Um, uh, the Voltron, the cartoon Voltron. With the Voltron. The yeah, he's in um Yes Man with um with yep. um Jim Carrey. Yeah. Um. No, that guy. That guy is just funny. Like that guy is ridic- a funny I, dude. And there's there's like the the uh the movie that Taika Waititi did that was good and a, because it was adapted from a book, <laughs> Hunt for the Wilder People. He's yep. in that as well, and uh-huh. he he plays this wacko guy who's in like lives in the wilderness and he's literally walks around as a bush. <laughs> he's like, you can't see me. I'm a bush. <laughs> um, he's just ridiculous. I love him. I forget his name, but um, yes. 
What were we talking about? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> we were talking about movies and romance. Movies and, movies and rom- romance. The, the, the romance of a film, you know, the, yeah. the, the spectacle. The, the classics. The classics. The, classics. the The returning to the classics and, you know. Yeah. Um, and, good and, storytelling. And, and, and good storytelling. And finally starting to see the market, seeing what I like to say, as always, the, all the economic people say the market will always correct itself. Yeah. Hollywood is a business, which obviously there is a market. So obviously it, yeah. lo- it looks like finally the market's going to correct itself and say, yes. hey, let's make something that everyone wants to watch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, yeah. ah, crazy yeah. idea. Well, apparently I heard I heard that the reason that they went a bit a little wacky and weird is because there's, uh, it's because of HR and they're worried about lawsuits and you have certain people that work for the company. Yeah, yeah. Um, and if you don't catered to them lawsuit lawsuit sort of thing um and now they're probably like well you know uh money yeah we can't pay for the lawsuit if we don't have the money from the yeah. film in the first place like how many, like... How, many, how many people have been uh, fired from or how many people are getting let go from disney was it like seven thousand oh, seven thousand people like, plus yeah. in the, uh, like yeah that's a comp that's a that's a fun you know what if you're an investor not a bad company to get on board on because they're gonna because you might be able to buy up cheap stock and then they you know and hopefully they can course correct but you know again yeah. that's if they can course correct yeah but, but like no i'm hopeful i'm hopeful that yeah, look, uh, we're gonna start do i want to see again. good yeah do i want to see good x-men of course yeah of course i want to see good <laughs> x-men do i want to see you know better avengers well, I'm I'm not as optimistic there as. <laughs> well, they kind of used all the good ones, didn't they? Yeah, they're all the good ones are dead or retired. Like this is this yeah. is again, like, yeah. and this is but also look, it's not their fault though because they've also come into the same problem that comic books in general have. Is basically, people want to see the original cast. People want to yeah. see Captain like like when they try to make new Avengers, they go new Avengers. People go, but where's Captain America? Where's Iron Man? Yeah. Where's the where's yeah. Thor? So I think they should honestly like if they want to continue doing these films, they should just you know say the MCU ended with Endgame. Yeah, or everything movie after that was just fun tales. We are now rebooting yeah. and starting again from scratch. This time we'll have new actors, younger actors who are cheaper. Uh, you know, and don't have big contracts and demanding most of yeah. our profits, and then just basically redo it, start again. Yeah. No, I reckon. No, I reckon they should leave it be, and now switch to X Men and do what they did uh, with the MCU, but with X Men. Yep. You know, move on to that. And if you want to bring in some of the characters from um, the MCU, do it. You know, like as cameos and stuff like that. But. And look, I don't care who you cast as Magneto as long as he says you you homo sapiens and your guns. Again, it doesn't matter who you cast. <laughs> throwbacks, throwbacks. I want yeah. to, again, should you cast Michael Fassbender? Yes. Obviously. Well, because he, guess what? He ages and can be an older yeah, Magneto. He's a little older now, but he's still muscular and from all accounts has a massive penis. But that's not the point of the whole why you'd cast him, but apparently that's, you know, I, no. I think you play something into it. But yeah. if you, but you, but you know, if you also want to cast an African American actor, I think that'll also be fine because, again, 
that two kind of that they were based on they were based yeah. on Malcolm X and, and um, Martin Luther the two different like ideologies at the time in terms of yeah. civil rights so I think that so if you want to do yeah. that again that, that makes complete cool. sense but how do you how do you think it's going to because the, the more we go into the future <laughs> the more um we get away from the real yeah, you, Magneto's you, backstory you know you, yeah you can't really make him now <laughs> a holocaust survivor because even with although having said that like um how Magneto did it in, in the comics was basically like those he had mutants with him that basically would basically like yeah. de-age him and like heal him. Yeah. Like he had enough following that people were like, you know, other mutants would basically give up their life and power yeah. to yeah. him so he could then yeah. continue on living. But this is yeah. this, this is how he yeah. did it. It was basically like yeah, going, yeah, yeah. yeah, he had such a loyal following mutants that was willing to basically like yeah. die for him. You probably <laughs> continue to... to be alive. There was like some massive massacre in I think it was some African or Nigeria or somewhere in the nineties where they basically like stabbed a whole lot of like, like 40,000 people or something, some ridiculous yep. number of people. Yep. Um, you could throw them out of that, out of that possibly, but oh, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That would, like yeah. some sort of, some sort of atrocity you know, from there. Atrocity. That, that, you know, if that would work again, there's, there's again, yeah. again, sadly in that region, there's a lot of atrocities you could say he's, yeah. he grew up in and, and it all would yeah. fit. Um, the, the, the Sudanese Civil War, the Ivory Coast Civil War. Okay, yeah. I, I'm not going to list all the African Civil Wars over the next because again, <laughs> we'll be like sadly we would be yeah. here for for a very long time. Yeah. Um, Actually, I although, think although I... The, the, my one favorite Af- Civil War, I think I can't remember. I think it was Ghana. I think it was Ghana. I think it was, well, yeah. I can't remember. I, I can't remember which country it was, and I you know I could look it up now, but, but I, I feel that would be ingenuous. But there was there was yeah. a a guy from one of the African nations um, who. Led a, led a coup, successfully did a coup, took over the government, refought, got rid of all the corruption people, reforged the government, handed the government back to the people, then stepped away. Yeah. Then more corrupt people took over again, so then he had to do it a second time. And he came back for a second yeah. time, yeah. <laughs> retook over the government, got rid of all the corrupt people, and then gave it back to the people. Again, each time, yeah. gave it back to the people. And like I was like going like, legend. Yeah. <laughs> my my brain just, just, you know, went, like I thought of something that um from, from uh three years ago i don't know if you heard about this but in namibia you heard yep. of N- namibia yes um, um <laughs> a man named after adolf hitler wins local election <laughs> what <laughs> i remember hearing about this and I just about it. Adolf. Um, oh, yeah yeah um yeah like the politician says he has no plans for world domination <laughs> but he, he won a sweeping victory in local elections. Well, look. <laughs> imagine that going. I don't agree with the name, but no, it's like like it's like I think they're saying the two names you you do not call your child. Adolf is one of them. Is Adolf and Judas? Yes, obviously. Like they're the, they're the two big ones you don't want to. Yes, uh, and then for all those fans of Game of Thrones who named their daughter Khaleesi, they're going. You mean the yeah. mass murderer who built, who destroyed an entire <laughs> city with the dragons and went nuts? Yeah, yeah it's good, good, good job, good job yeah. on that. Good yeah. job, parents. <laughs> um, was that in the books? Well, no, it, it's not written yet. So, like, but, but obviously, yeah, okay. like, yeah, you should nice. know that you're watching Game of Thrones, yeah, and, and not name your car- your child after like any of the Game of Thrones characters, except possibly um, Sean Bean's character. You know, Ned, yeah, yeah, you, yeah, you find out what happens early yeah. on, you Ned, know, <laughs> John Snow, John's a good yeah. name, so you know, those are yeah. fine names, but then but yeah, people, you can people, always, yeah, 
people named their kid Khaleesi, and then she like basically turned out to be that world's version of Hitler. And it's like going. <laughs> but you 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 want to know what's funny? What's really funny? Mm-hmm. That you will find you. I don't know if I want. I don't know if I want to publicize this yet. Um, I found I found out the other uh, probably a month ago why my parents called me Nate Jamie. Why? Like, who they named me after? Who? Do it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> all right. All right. This is, this is now public. The Bionic Woman. <laughs> yes. I have always said to you that Jamie is a girl. Have I not always said that Jamie is yes. a girl's name? But have same- I not always said Jamie Alexander? I've always said that Jamie is I am victorious. But at the same time, whenever you Google Jamie, the top four think people are blokes. Um, but no, but- at one time it was a very popular <laughs> female name. Yeah, no, but my mum was like, oh, like watching the Bionic Woman. I like that name. Yes! Wow! I came from from this day forth, Bionic Woman. (laughs) (laughs) Why why have I done this? Why have I done this? (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Is is, is that that the perfect way to end the episode? Imagine the, the audio, okay, audio book I should say like J.A. Bryan <laughs> a.k.a. the Bionic Woman uh, <laughs> Yes Yes, there you go There is a god in this universe <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, 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 Bionic Woman How can people agree with anything or disagree, how can they reach us Bionic Woman <laughs> You can uh, send us an email to the true and the fictional at gmail.com. <laughs> I said it again. The true and the fictional at gmail.com. Um, you can reach out to us on Instagram stories underscore podcast. Uh, those are the two probably places that you can find us. But um... wait, 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 wait. Yeah. That's very important to say. Okay. Hang on. <laughs> Did you know? Did you know that Katie Sackhoff starred in the remake of The Bionic Woman? Did she? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Does that mean you're going to start calling me Katie? <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know there was a remake. Oh, yeah. It didn't last very long, but Katie Sackhoff was in it. There you go. But she wasn't the original by one. She was a new Bionic Woman, but the original one was still in there. Like, so Jamie, Jamie, um, Jamie, what's her name? Jamie Summers, Summers, Summers. Yeah. No. Oh, well, what's, what's the original Bionic Woman? There's a lot. There's a lot of yeah. Bionic Woman. Okay, so the original was 1976, and yeah, the yeah, so the uh, <laughs> Jamie Summers. Yeah, Jamie Summers. Yeah, okay. But it, ah, but here it's spelt differently to my name though. But um, no, that's because it's spelled the American way. Yeah, that's how Americans spell Jamie. So if yeah. you were living in America, that's how you'd spell your name too. Yeah. So uh, doesn't change the fact that is that you are named after. <laughs> no, <laughs> the fact. You also, as a kid, had long blonde hair. She has long blonde hair. I did not have long blonde hair. Thank you very much. Dude, I, I remember your, it was no. long and it was long. not long. It was not long. It was a proper haircut. But you know what's also really funny? What? That show was that show was a spin-off of the six million dollar man. If he oh, built a yeah. if he built a robot 
now a robotic man called a six million dollar man he'd be very poor and weak because like that's, that's not a lot of money that's like he's like it's like, it's like, like we can rebuild mate, him inflation. we have the technology but we also have the budget what budget do we have six million dollars well <laughs> shit <laughs> what can we do with that oh that'd be so funny we need to do a video on that like I don't know, you yeah, have a puppet, you have a puppet. in like in, in 2022 it's like going well the consulting fee for the scientist was already two million dollars. Okay, that's gone. Yeah. And then like we need the technology. They're going, well. Well, so basically, you're saying it's like it's like that Star. Remember the Stargate game that was coming out? Yeah, yeah. They made yeah. the game and they spent all their money and they had no money to release it. Exactly. Then they couldn't. Yeah. This is the thing. You basically like you have a half finished man to be like going, fuck. <laughs> that's funny. All right. Well. <laughs> On that note, <laughs> <laughs> uh, this is the uh, bionic woman signing off. <laughs> and, and, as, as he, and as she does in her beautiful French accent, she will abid you. I do. <laughs>